0: This is a Demon FM podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains explicit themes. You are listening to Crime Cast. The podcast is about murder, Jane, and conspiracy. With us, Emily and Jasmine. Hello and welcome back to Crimecast with Emily and Jasmine.
1: Hello, welcome back. I'm looking forward to getting back into the swing of things after Christmas. Yeah, we've kind of been
0: missing in action for... A couple of weeks but I hope you all had a lovely Christmas. Yes. Um, this case we're going to be talking about Angus Sinclair who was a Scottish serial killer who raped and strangled
1: female victims. Yeah he was born in 1945 near Glasgow and he carried out numerous acts of rape and um, sexual assault and murders from the age of 16. His father Angus
0: died when he was very young and so he was raised by his mother Mamie. It was evident from an early age that he was troubled. And once he started puberty, he became very violent and obsessed with sex.
1: Yeah, he left school from a pretty young age and got a job as a van boy, generally, you know, helping out with trades, um, with tradesmen and delivering to people. So shortly after leaving school at 16, in
0: 1961, he sexually assaulted an eight-year-old and was charged with lewd and libidinous practices to then be sentenced to three years probation.
1: Yeah, so later that year, St. Clair was um, home alone. He saw a girl named Catherine Rehill skipping past his house and he went out to her, gave her some money to get him something from the shop. And when she returned, he pulled her into his house and beat her to try and get away with her. So he put her body in the streets back in the alley while she was still alive.
0: Two women actually found Catherine and shouted for help, to which St. Clair came out all
1: innocent. And he phoned the ambulance telling them there's a young girl who's fallen down the step stairs. Paul Catherine actually died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. The murder investigation was launched and Sinclair vanished after her death. He was then arrested and charged the next day at the age of 16.
0: Don't you think it's really weird and like how they didn't draw any suspicions like as he told the police on the phone that she'd fallen down the stairs as if like he'd seen?
1: Yeah, it was really weird. I'm guessing that like how they put everything together um but he but told just, them specifically yeah that you know she'd fallen down the
0: stairs but like how can how would you know. he know like surely if he like witnessed the girl falling down he would go out there first and find her first not the other yeah like he's just trying to be smart and push the blame off yeah but
1: he's not very smart though no.
0: <laughs> his mother later said he kept asking why did i do it why did i do it Um, Sinclair pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 years in prison to then serve six.
1: Yeah, and when he was out, he then moved to Edinburgh and started a new life as a painter and decorator. He then met and married a student nurse, Sarah Hamilton, in 1970. When they got married, Sarah had no idea about Sinclair's past and only found out a few years into the marriage. But by this point, they already had a son together. Sarah came to the conclusion Angus had changed and he would never be violent in their marriage and proved to be a good father.
0: What do you think you'd do if you found out that the guy that you'd married had actually
1: been to prison and chose not to tell you? Um, I literally wouldn't say anything. I'd pat my back, leave and change my name. <laughs> literally, like, I would not be seen to be married to a serial killer. It's disgusting and I wouldn't tell my son about it either. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree. Like, I feel...
0: Like, the son would be distraught, as well as the wife, obviously, but mm. the son being, you know, related to a serial killer must have been awful. Like, I think the son must be about, like, 50 by now. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, he's lived with that for his whole life. And, obviously, as, like, the murders get progressively worse, he must have thought, like, oh, my gosh.
1: He must feel really dirty, mm. if that's the right word. I think that's how I would feel, I'd feel gross, like that's my father. But even
0: even like getting married to someone that Mm. that, you know, was is is that sort of criminal. Yeah. Like you'd be a bit like, Oh my gosh, like how could I have loved someone that chose to carry out?
1: Yeah. I don't know how she did it, honestly. Horrible.
0: Sinclair began to have multiple affairs behind Sarah's back. Sarah would end up finding out and confronting him, for him to just turn around and say, Oh, I'm really sorry, but it won't happen again.
1: That's so insincere, isn't it? Literally. Like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Like, no, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. I still love you. Oh,
0: gosh. you oh, such
1: a creep. <laughs> so, on June 11th, 1977, St. Clair began a series of crimes and he has only been convicted of a couple of these. Um, he was thought to have murdered six women within seven months. Francis Barker, 37. Hilda Macaulay,
0: 36. Angus Cooney... 23, Anna Kenny, 20, all from Glasgow, as well as Christine Edie and Helen Scott from Edinburgh.
1: Yeah, so although like all these like weren't actually connected to St. Clair with evidence, um, the police still thought that St. Clair did these murders as they were all killed in the same way. The first
0: murder, Frances Barker, was taken by an attacker as she got out of a taxi and was walking to her flat. She went missing for 16 days and then her body was found gagged, stripped and tied by the ankles and then dumped 45 minutes away from her flat in Glasgow.
1: Um, these were never actually truly confirmed that like these were Sinclair, but, you know, they were suspected to be him because of all the same consistencies. So now we're going to talk about the World's End murders.
0: Two friends, Christine and Helen, aged only 17, left the World's End pub in Edinburgh where they'd been with their two other friends. Sinclair saw that they'd left together and offered them both a lift home, to which they accepted. Um, Which obviously, it was a different time back then, Mm. to which they were more trusting. And I think, you know, accepting lifts from strangers was a more, like, common thing. Like,
1: not what we do now. Yeah. 100%. Like, people used to, like, hitchhike then all the time. Yeah. And we just wouldn't. No. Um, the following
0: day, Christine's naked body was found in East Lothian and Helen's body was found naked in a corn stubble by uh, walkers six miles away from each other.
1: Yeah, both girls had been beaten, gagged, tied, raped and strangled. There had been no attempt to conceal their bodies. Because this process was so similar to the likes of
0: Barker and the other ladies, this offering of a left was thought to have been how he like, lured his victims in and a way of like, trusting him.
1: Yeah, so he was preying upon women that had been drinking. You know, like you said, it's been, it was like a different time back then and people were way more trusting and naive to people like that were out there to harm them. In 1978, Sinclair murdered a 17-year-old girl
0: called Mary Gallagher in Glasgow. She was strangled, raped and her throat was cut three times. Her body was found propped up against the wall in Glasgow. Sinclair was getting complacent, wondering why he should even try to hide the body when he still hasn't been caught and charged for the other murders.
1: Yeah. In 1980, he received six months in prison for illegally owning a 22-syllaba gun. Then, in 1982, there were a series of attacks and rapes on a number of underage girls. These happened in an area where Angus and Sarah had not long lived in Glasgow. One girl reported the attacker to be smelling of turpentine, which is an oil-based
0: paint thinner. And another girl also identified Sinclair as an attacker through a photo.
1: Yeah, he was then charged with three rapes and nine sexual assaults, aged six to 14-year-olds. He admitted the crimes to his wife, Sarah, and the police. He told them that he had lost count of how many assaults and rapes he had committed.
0: That's so, like, careless. Obviously, it was careless anyway because
1: he was attacking, like,
0: vulnerable underage girls but like imagine just feeling that powerful that he just thought he didn't even have to remember them anymore
1: yeah there was just no remorse there at all I don't think no. like he just sounds evil yeah but luckily he was
0: sentenced to life in prison um, usually this would this is very uncommon for like to be sentenced to life mm. because of rape but because there was so many and he admitted to the crimes he was seen as high risk in 2001, with the development of DNA profiling, they were able to link Sinclair with other crimes, including murder. Sinclair willingly gave a mouth swab when he was accused of the World's End murders, which linked him to the murder of 17-year-old Mary Gallagher in Glasgow.
1: He was convicted and given extra time on top of his life sentence. In 2007, 30 years after Christine and Helen had been killed, Sinclair was put on trial for the murders of two girls – And he was acquitted as a judge ruled there was no case. What happened was the prosecution hadn't brought forward the vital forensic evidence to trial. According to double jeopardy rules, if he was acquitted,
0: he can't be put on trial again. So Scotland actually changed their rules partially due to this case and their frustration with all these unsolved murders due to the lack of DNA technology at the time of these horrific crimes.
1: The prosecution then attempted to retrial Sinclair by saying there was new evidence to suggest he was guilty. So Sinclair was trialled in October 2014. Sinclair was found guilty and received a 37-year sentence.
0: Yeah, it's it's so important to recognise how his first crime that he was committed uh, was as a child. And in 2014, he was finally charged guilty for all those murders of 17-year-old girls and
1: he was like 69 years old wow that is so that's such a large gap isn't it that's what I mean
0: like Like, so he was 16 when he first committed a crime like killing that little girl Um, and then he was finally 69
1: when you know justice was given to yeah all those young girls that he'd killed on like after nights out yeah which makes you think like how many people like got away with things back then yeah definitely he would have got away with it if
0: you know it wasn't for those meddling kids, but it, it, like, do you know what I mean? Like, he he wouldn't have got away with it unless you know, Because sci- science has progressed so much, and it, mm. it's it's a, it's a marvelous thing. But like,
1: it's it just shows how far like technology has came. Yeah, hundred percent. It's cra- That's actually crazy to think. That's such a large gap that he got away with things. Mm. Gosh, the numbers of lives destroyed
0: by this monster is catastrophic. He'd lost count of the people that he'd raped as if his actions were just so casual to him he just started to become lazy with his murders and had such disregard for the victims
1: yeah he had only been convicted of four murders and we've only mentioned eight victims that he had also like allegedly killed i wonder if there was more and how many more victims there were to you know sexual assault um a lot of rape and sexual assault victims were children so they, like, probably didn't speak out or maybe no. don't even remember it. No, because they were probably in such, like,
0: a vulnerable position, obviously, to be left alone or left in a circumstance to which Sinclair could access them.
1: Yeah. Obviously,
0: like, he, if he was a painter and decorator,
1: maybe it was, like, in their own homes. Oh, gosh, didn't even think of that. That would be a lot of kids. Yeah. Because I bet parents would pop out, you know, go to the shop. Yeah, especially, like, you know, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, just go upstairs for a bit mm, yeah, and then just leave it. Oh, God. I wonder if they're looking
0: into that. Do you know? Uh, no, because Angus actually uh, died just this March, gone 2019. Oh, oh my gosh. So, yeah, in 2017 July, um, Sinclair was allegedly on his deathbed and police were urging him to tell them about the other killings um, just to bring some sort of closure to the, like their families and like mm. the public, because obviously this is like a massive like serial killer in Scotland, and I'm like so surprised that like I didn't know anything about it before. Mm, because yeah, me too. Obviously, him only just dying—that's like such a big thing
1: mm, because yeah. of like all the damage that he did, and yeah, he knew nothing about it. We're so unaware. Yeah, like, there was a documentary I was watching about it and the person was saying, like, how he's Scotland's most evil person. Mm. It's like, how did we not know? Yeah. I wonder if people in Scotland, like, if everyone knows about it or not. That would be really interesting well, to know. I think they'd probably want to try and obviously recognise mm. the deaths of the girls. Yeah. But try
0: and forget about him, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... um Scotland's most notorious killer actually died when he was 73 years old. So that's only four years after, you know, the DNA could link him to the rest of the crimes. Um, And he was pronounced dead at 4.20 in the morning on the 11th of March. And his death certificate actually describes him as a painter and decorator, an occupancy he wouldn't have been able to undertake in any official capacity since the early 80s. Which I just think is a f- like so disrespectful because he he
1: like do you know what I mean like he that's not him yeah and he could have done a lot of bad things while doing that job yeah well obviously like awful. exactly like like I said earlier about like
0: maybe that's how he accessed the yeah. young girls and like no I just don't think he should have been credited for that like he was just Evil. you know
1: yeah he was yeah. just an, a killer. I oh, know. I wonder like what his son thinks about this and what should be on his death certificate.
0: Yeah, I haven't
1: I haven't found any, you know,
0: things from his his son was called Gary, actually. But um Gary hasn't really spoke
1: out about no, it. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't. And he he's quite old now. Yeah, so you just wouldn't you just, really just want to live, live peacefully. Peace, yeah, yeah, peacefully. That's a shame really. Um but yeah. That's that. So I just can't believe that we didn't know about it. It is shocking. I think it, you know, well, oh, um,
0: it's too harsh because obviously again people would want to, you know, recognize the pe- the the victims, mm. but they'd also want to forget like they wouldn't want to, you Getting know, too much attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I understand that, but at least like we didn't see that on the news when he passed away. No. So I think that's a bit disrespectful because it should be recognised that such an evil man's passed away and he's finally gone. Like he's not on this earth anymore. Mm. But I don't know. I suppose people have different opinions about that. I'm not sure. It's an interesting case though. It is. I enjoyed... I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed reading about it. But yes, that was was this week's Crime Cast. And I really hope you guys have enjoyed listening to me and Emily. And we'll see you guys in a few weeks time. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh, no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to DMNFM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.